Well, I feel right at home. How about you? I've never been here, but I sure do feel at home. Amen. And I like it. I sure do. Somebody said, shout makes me nervous. It makes me nervous when you don't do it. I like it. Amen. Praise God. I'll tell you what, a man can't preach after that singing and that singing. He ought to turn his license in. Amen. That's great. Man, I enjoyed the choir singing tonight. My wife singing tonight. And uh, good to be here and good to be in the house of God tonight. And good to see this good number. Preacher, we've got something under 1,000 tonight, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, good to see this good number in church tonight. Appreciate everybody being here and being in the house of God. And I want to say thank you so much to the pastor for allowing my wife and I to come and be with you. And it's so good to be at Bible Baptist Church. I've thought about this place a lot of times. I've preached in this area a good bit, but I've never been here. And it's good to see you tonight. Well, I love you, preacher. I mean that with all my heart. He and his wife, what a blessing they are. Aren't you glad you got a man of God that somebody else wants to hear? Some of you didn't hear what I just said. I said, aren't you glad you got a preacher that somebody else wants to hear, amen? And I appreciate how God uses him here, but not only here, but other places also. And good to be in the service tonight. Good to be in church, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I feel like this stopped shouting a while, amen. And uh, I appreciate the goodness of God tonight. And so good to be in the service tonight. I'm excited about the meeting this week. And uh, excited to see what the Lord's going to do. And uh, hey, I'm excited to hear this man of God right over here preach. He'll get with the program. I like that too, amen. And I believe he'll be a blessing tonight. Well, if you go out my car and look tonight, you're probably going to find probably 50, 75 outlines on missions. And I love missions. I'm going to preach a little bit on missions tonight. And uh, I don't know that I've preached this. I know I'm not starting off in a mission conference. But uh, I felt led of God to go this route tonight. And uh, so I'm just going to mind the Lord, and I trust the Lord will use it. Speak to our hearts tonight. Turn with me to very familiar passage tonight. It's found in the New Testament in the Gospel of John chapter 3. John chapter 3. I hope this is water. There's a, there's a preacher down in Hickory got up to preach. And uh, there's a cup on the pulpit that had stuff in it. He got up halfway through his mission and took a big drink of it. And it was furniture polish with a custodian and left it on the pulpit from Saturday cleaning. They had a smooth service that Sunday. Amen. <laughs> John chapter 3, would you stand with me, please? I'm going to butt and get out of the way. The little big preacher's coming. I stand amazed how the Lord puts things together. I stand amazed how the Lord puts services together, the singing. And uh, he knows how to do that. John chapter 3 verse 14. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, and, and, and I want you to help me read. Is everybody with me? Yeah. Now, when I stop, you say the next word. For God so loved that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into, to, uh, for God sent not his Son into the world to condemn, but the 
Through him I, I might believe on him. He that believeth is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he have not believed on the, in the name of the begotten Son of God. And this is a condemnation that light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Thank you for sending you to be seated tonight. I'm interested tonight in verse 16. And I want to deal with it tonight and I want to preach a few minutes tonight. And I'm going to watch the clock where I was preaching a meeting last week. The pastor left his wristwatch on the pulpit. Uh, he really did. He really did. So I, I'm glad we got this and I'm seeing good tonight. But uh, I want to talk to you tonight. Notice again in verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I want to preach a little while tonight on a love that touched the world. A love how that touched the world this evening. Uh, his love, thank God, had touched the world. It really did. Uh, his love tonight, the love of God, is the root of missions tonight. And I'll say this to you tonight. Thank God for the love of God tonight. I, I appreciate the good love of God. If you study your Bible this evening, you'll find more than 200 times in the Bible, it talks about the world. And uh, I was surprised when I said it this the other day, 80 times, 80 of those 200 times, it's found here in the Gospel of John. Five of those times is mentioned tonight uh, in the verses that I just got done reading to you this evening. I thank God he loves the world tonight. I don't care who they are. I don't care where they're at. I don't care what color they are. Thank God he loves the world this evening. Amen. And I appreciate that tonight. Uh, Psalm writer said, joy to the world. The Lord has come. And I'll say to you this evening, what a verse this evening. Have verse 16 on missions tonight. I love this verse tonight. What a verse tonight uh, to talk about missions from this evening. How uh, when you study John chapter 3 this morning or uh, this evening, how uh, verse 16, how uh, you'll find this the gospel in a nutshell. I said John 3 16 this evening. It's a gospel and a nutshell. As uh, somebody said, it's the most familiar verse uh, and all the word of God. I know when I was a child growing up, I was made to go to church. My dad preached and pastor church in 55 years. How not we had to go to church, we was made to go. And one of the very first verses I ever learned in my life as a child, I was John 3, 16. I thank God he loves the world tonight. And he cares about the world this evening. I began to study about this verse this week. And uh, I found out if you look at it, it's got, uh, it's got 25 words. It's got 113 letters. And uh, every one of them has got a, vol a volume set on each one of them tonight. In this verse tonight, it's inexhaustible this evening. I, I preached on it many times in the last 48 years. And it's inexhaustible tonight. Hey, when you think about the love of God tonight, I say to you this evening, thank God. I say thank God for the love of God this evening. Uh, it's a gem of all the verses in the Bible tonight. Hymn of the Cavalry. I don't think can explain this verse tonight. How for God so loved. Somebody give me the depths of that little word S-O. For God so loved. Hey, that's everybody tonight. I said, but God so loved this evening. I thought about this verse when I was studying. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 18 and 19. The Bible said, to know the love of Christ, which passeth all understanding. I, I can't explain it. Maybe you can, but I can't. How that passeth, uh, that, uh, the, the, to know the love of Christ, how which passeth all knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. 
that we may comprehend how with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height of the love of God. It's so high you can't get to the top of it. It's so low you can't get to the bottom of it. It's so wide, thank God. Him in this evening, he talks about the world. He so loved the world this evening. You know, you put a target on the wall. And uh, how many bow hunts? How many deer hunts? How many saved men are there in here? <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll zero our rifles in and zero those bows in and fix us a target to shoot at it. You say, would you shoot a deer? Listen, honey, I won't only shoot it, I'll eat it. <laughs> but I got to think about that target. You know what John 3, 16 is? It's a target of missions. It's a, it's a bull's eye of missions tonight. I say it's a bull's eye of missions tonight. It's one of the greatest mission verses as far as I'm concerned in all the Word of God this evening. You go to Genesis, and by the way, the very heart sob and the very heartbeat of God is the souls of man. That's not just talking about North Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee. But it's talking about everybody tonight. Thank God everybody tonight. Are you listening to me? You go to Genesis chapter 1. And said to your Bible all the way through the Bible, you'll find the heart sob and the heart beat. Uh, as, you know what it is? It's missions tonight. Oh, my. Hey, the mission of the church is missions. Uh, and I'll say to you tonight, the very heart sob of God tonight, it's missions tonight. It's the souls of man, those that know thy God this evening. I, I love John 3, 16. Uh, this past Saturday, I celebrated my 52nd anniversary. I, I should say it this way, my 52nd birthday. I'm 52 years old. Your name, Frank, Sam. His name is Sam Frank. Listen to this. This Saturday, Frank, I, I celebrated my 52nd birthday. Uh, you say, you look older than that, looks will deceive you. <laughs> hey, 52 years ago, listen to me. I got saved by the grace of God this past Saturday on the 22nd day of October, 1970. I'm telling you, praise God, it's still good. Yes, it is. And I remember that now when I got saved. I went to church with my girlfriend, which is my girlfriend now. She'd been my girlfriend 52 years, by the way. And that little 52 years. And uh, we'd been to church, and I took her back home. And she started to get out of the car. I don't know why she had anything to do with me. I was meeting her the devil. I don't know why she had anything to do with me. But anyhow, she loved God. She taught Sunday school. And she started to get out of the car, and I said, hey, babe. I said, I got to do something. I, I got to do something. I, I, I don't know what all I need, but I got to do something. And uh, she rode with me 12 miles down the road. I walked in the house. My, my, my dad was laying our sleep. He worked a midnight shift. I said, Mama, get Daddy up. And uh, she, she looked at me, and I think she said, What have you done now? I said, I said Just get him up. And uh, he got up, and I said, Daddy, I need to get saved. I, I need to get born into the family. I need to get saved. You know what he didn't do? He didn't read me Romans 10. He didn't read me Romans 10, 13. He didn't read me any of that. He looked straight at me, and he said, Son, God so loved the world, thank God, and he gave his only begotten Son, and whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have a right in life. Listen to me. You say, well, you're not saved. You didn't go down the Romans road. I went down Jesus road. It's a pretty good road. Are you listening to me? So I want to look just for a minute tonight. And I'm watching the clock. I want to look just a minute tonight. How a love that touches the world. 
And again, I'll just say this to you now. Thank God for love tonight. My love is for a few. My love is for a few friends and my family. Uh, so is yours. But I'll tell you, thank God he loves us all. He loves the world this evening. He cares about the world tonight. Notice two, three quick things. I'll say, first of all, how you see the perimeter of the love that touches the world. Outside of this building, you have a perimeter. That's out of walls of this building. We're all on the inside. Hey, can I tell you something this evening? The perimeter of the love of God this evening goes around the world. And everybody that's in the world, thank God. Hallelujah. He loves them tonight. He cares about them this evening. Are you listening to me about the perimeter of the love of God? And again, listen to me this evening. We may love a few people. But I'll tell you, the love of God that touches the world and the love that God for missions this, morning, this evening is for the world tonight. It's for everybody, thank God. It's for the world this evening. There's almost 8 billion people on planet Earth tonight. They tell me that in the United States, there's 332,278,000. They say in Europe tonight, these figures two, three weeks old, in Europe tonight, there's seven uh, billion, uh, uh, seven billion, uh, over seven, uh, seven billion people. In Asia tonight, there's four point, uh, four point, uh, four billion people. And I got to think about that. You know what? He loves every one of them. I don't care who they are. I don't care where they're at. I don't care what color they are. Hey, they deserve to hear the gospel. They deserve for somebody to come and tell them about the love of God this evening. Are you listening to me? I thought about this. There's not nobody in hell that he didn't love. Do you get what I just said? I said the vilest, worst sinner that's in hell this afternoon or will ever go there. I'll tell you, God the Father loved them this evening. He cares about them tonight. The perimeter of the love of God, it goes around the world. That's why we ought to do our best tonight and to get the gospel around the world. I saw them hear the story, thank God. Oh, listen, why should we hear it twice? When the majority of the world's not heard it the first time. We talk about the second coming all the time. When a lot of them not heard about the first coming. And I will tell you what a story we've got tonight. The love of God. It doesn't matter who they are, what they've done, where they've been. I'm telling you, thank God. He loves them this evening. You see the perimeter of the love of God. But in this verse also, I see not only the perimeter of the love of God that touches the world. I see the proof of the love of God that touches the world. Look at the verse. Bible said, for God so loved the world, that's the perimeter, that he gave, that's the proof. Uh, are y'all hearing me? I said, that's the proof tonight. Real love loves its own people. And real love tonight uh, gives this evening. And I'll tell you tonight, God so loved you and I. The proof of the love of God. God gave this son that you and I could be saved. Can I ask you a question, Frank? Listen to this. Why? Why should God? Man's laughing at you. Why should God love you and I? Give me one reason why God ought to love us tonight. Are you hearing me this evening? You say I'm a pretty good fellow. You don't believe that, do you? You say, well, I'm all right. Well, let me talk to you. Why? Right. Huh? Listen to me. Think about what I'm saying tonight. Bible said in Isaiah 64, our righteousness, not my bad works, my righteousness, are filthy rags in the sight of God. Give me one reason tonight why God ought to love you and I. Hear me tonight, he does. I say hallelujah, he does. I say thank God he does tonight. 
Bible said in Romans chapter number 5, verse number 6, but when we were without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Are y'all hearing me? Listen to this next verse. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die yet preadventure for a good man. Some would even dare to die. Give me one reason why God ought to love you and I. The only reason I tell you tonight, he's just God. I didn't deserve it. You don't deserve it. The heathen in the dark corners of Africa don't deserve it tonight. How about thank God the proof tonight is this. He gave his son tonight. Are you listening to me? Bible said in verse number 7, But scarcely for a righteous man will one uh, uh, die. Yet preadventure for a good man one would even dare to die. Don't you like him buts in the New Testament? But God commandeth his love towards us. I know this is missions, but I'm about to get happy and I can't help it. But God commended his love towards us. And that while we just sinners, Christ died for us. I deserve nothing. I deserve nothing but hell tonight. But thank God for the love of God this evening. I have two sons. One of my sons are in heaven. My other son, Brother Ellis, used to be with y'all. He served with Rock of Ages for a number of years. I mean, all the Barkers has joined Rock of Ages. I think I'm probably going to join, but anyhow, my brother's with them. I, I, a lot of my people, but here's what I started to say tonight. My son tonight, I'd have never believed this 40 years ago. My son tonight is my pastor. I'm a full-time evangelist. I work out my son's church. That's my home church. And uh, there was a time in his life, if you'd have told me he'd be a preacher, or he'd even be in church, I probably would have looked at you kind of crazy. There's a time when my young, my son was 15, 16, 17 years old. He knew more than God. He knew more than the preacher. He knew more than the pastor. He knew more than mom. He knew more than everybody. Now, I know kids in Georgia's not that way, but those teenagers down where I come from that way. And there's a many a day in his life. I'm telling you, I prayed, I fasted, I prayed. Every Monday night somewhere when I started meeting, I'd have preachers all over the country. I prayed for my boy. And I want to tell you, thank God there's a night he got right with God. And I'll never forget that night and got saved by the grace of God. But here's what I want to say. When my boy was at his lowest point, when my boy was at his sorriest, there's not a one of you I'd have given him for. But you know what God done one day? Hey, are y'all hearing me preaching? You know what God done one day? I'm telling you, the heathen in Africa, the heathen in Georgia, i tell you what he does. But God commendeth his love towards us in the while we are sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Oh, brother, the love that touches the world. The Bible talks about the, 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 uh, uh, that love that touches the world. It talks much about uh, the... Uh, preeminence I have the biggest around the world it talks also about the proof of the love of God but then I want to give you this real quick not only we see the proof of the love of God but, and I'll tell you again he loves you tonight I don't care who you are he loves you tonight and he you, listen, He loves you tonight but then I want to talk to you real quickly the verse again for God so loved the world that's the perimeter of his love uh, that he gave his only begotten son <laughs> oh boy I love that that's the proof of his love. But look at the verse again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever. That's the plan of the love of God that touches the world. You say, what is that? Whosoever is the plan. I'm sorry. I know that some of the brethren don't agree with that. 
But I found out they're wrong about some other stuff too. I'm telling you this in his for everybody. Hey, I said it's for everybody, thank God. Whosoever let them come. I'm telling you the darkest men in Africa. I'm telling you men in South America. I'm telling the men in, in Egypt. I'm telling those in Europe, thank God. Whosoever, whosoever may come. That's his plan tonight. It's not the plan of God for nobody to go to hell. Are y'all hearing me? I'm telling you provisions was made on the cross. How that the world could be saved tonight. And if you die in your sins and go to hell, that's your choice. That's not God's choice. That's your choice. I'm telling you the plan of that love tonight is whosoever will, thank God. I say whosoever will. Come now. Let us reason together, saith the Lord. Uh, you know what Isaiah is saying to Judah? Come now, let's settle this thing out, court. Let's reason. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Oh, everyone that is a thirst, come to the waters. He that have no money, come. I will tell you over and over and over again. I'm glad I can tell you that the plan of the love of God that touches the world. It's whosoever, thank God. It's everybody. Are you listening? Brother Stenet Blue is one of the best friends I ever had. And I, I, I find myself quoting him all the time. And you know what Brother Blue said? Brother Blue said if he had any Calvinistic blood in him, he would cut his vein and let it run out. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me tonight? Yeah. I'm glad, thank God, he loves them all. Yeah. Hallelujah, what a Savior, thank God. He cares about the world. Yeah. Well, you see the perimeter of the love of God. You see the proof of the love of God. You see the plan, his whosoever of the love of God. But look at the verse again. For God so loved the world. Y'all mind if I preach the Bible to you? Look, watch this verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son the plan that whosoever believeth in him. Notice, notice the protection shall not perish. Isn't that wonderful? Shall, hey, listen, shall not perish. And I will tell you, I'll tell you why we spend thousands and millions of dollars. I told missionaries on the field year after year. Uh, it's to keep them people from dying and going to hell. That's what it's all about tonight. And that they may not perish tonight. I thought about this first. What would it profit a man if he should gain the whole world? Think about that statement. And lose his own soul. How do you put value? On a soul. Are you listening to me? I'm the chaplain of the jail in our county. And when I'm at home, I, I go to the jail every week if I'm there. If I don't, my brother takes care of it for me. And we have some jails we go in. And I will tell you, every week, just about every week, you'll say, Preacher, I don't know that I'd bother to mess with them. You'll say, How many of them do you think get saved? Every one of them trusted Jesus. Every one puts faith in God. I'm telling you, last Friday afternoon, I've seen two men do that. I've seen a woman do that. Are y'all hearing me this evening? Hey, shall not perish. What would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lose his own soul? How do you put value on something that's going to live forever? Are you listening to me? And notice the protection here. The protection of the love of God that touches the world. Shall not perish. Hey, Brother Frank. I'll show you what I've done. I'm not going to hell. I wrote it in big letters. Don't y'all see that? Ah, in the mountain where I come from, they say it this way. I ain't going to hell. <laughs> hey, are you listening to me tonight? Thank God that the protection shall not perish. 
I got, listen, I got hooked up with something 52 years. I didn't realize it. I didn't have no, I didn't have no idea what happened. All I know is that night I come to God as a bankrupt sinner lost without God on the road to hell. That's all I know. I had no idea. Last Monday night, I was preaching camp meeting Winston Salem, and I preached on it. I preached on, I had no idea. That's what I preached on. I had no idea. I had no idea the pit he drug me out of. Psalm 4, I had no idea. I had no idea the peace he'd give me. I had no idea all this happening. And you know what? I've been saved 52 years, and I still ain't got no idea. I know enough about it. Thank God it's good. I know enough about it. I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to hell, thank God. Well, in this text, listen to me. The, the protection of that love of God shall not perish. The heathen gods care nothing about their people. They murder them. But the God that you and I serve tonight, he loves you and I, and he cares about you and I, and we shall not perish. I'm never going to hell. My one hair on my head will never be singed from hell. Lord, how that makes me want to run to Highway 75 and back. Are y'all hearing me? Hey, I'm never going to perish. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. What protection? But have everlasting life. What provisions? Are you listening to me? The provisions of the love of God that touches the world. We have everlasting life. I'm never going to die. I'm going to live forever and forever. I came out where I live in Boonville, North Carolina. The other night I was down in the have a manhole, garage, whatever you want to call it, behind my house. I go back there and have a lot of time. Just me and the trio have a good time back there. You'll get that later. But anyhow, I, I came out of my garage and started up towards my house. And it, it was a beautiful night. The moon had come out. It was a beautiful night. And just on the other side of that moon, there was the brightest spot. Now, I didn't eat pizza. Listen to me. I know what you're, I know what you're There's a brightest spot up there in the sky. And the Holy Ghost said, somewhere up yonder, on the other side of that light, is where your mom and daddy's at. And somewhere up yonder on the other side of that light is where your brother's at. And somewhere up here on the other side of that light is where your three sisters are. And somewhere up here, listen, you know what? I'm going to live up there forever. For, uh, Paul said he ascended to the third heaven. Right. I, I, you know what? We're going to the third heaven one of these days, and we're going to live forever and ever and ever. Heaven number one is out there the clouds. Heaven number two is the stars. Heaven number three is God the Father, where he is. Heaven number one, I see by day. Heaven number two, I see by night. Heaven number three, I see by faith. Are, are you hearing me? And I'll tell you, I've got everlasting, never dying life. Listen, you're going to live forever, friend. I, I'm trying to tell you, and I'm done listening to me. I, the, the, the everlasting, thank God, the provision. It's forever and forever and forever, amen. I give unto them eternal life. They shall never perish. Neither shall any put them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to plug them out of my Father's hand. One of my Pentecostal friends was arguing with me one day about that. He said, you Baptists, y'all, all y'all believe, you believe that old eternal scary stuff. You can live like the devil, drink, do anything you want to do and still go to heaven. I said, my friend, you've never heard me preach that. If you can live the way you want to, I know what your problem is. You ain't never been saved. Say amen right there. And, uh, and, and he said, yeah, but the Bible said no man can pluck. I said, the Bible said no man can pluck out your father's hand. 
I said, well, what are you? He said, what do you mean? I said, what are you? He said, I'm a man. I said, case closed. <laughs> are you listening to me? Listen to me. We're going to live forever and forever and forever. And can I tell you this tonight? Hell trembles when John 3.16 is read. 